Yes, welcome to a bonus edition of SMX Insider, SMX Insider Extra. Jason Thomas, Jason Wygant, and our statistician Clinton Fowler is here with some Fowler's facts, specifically on the perfect season for Jet Lawrence. So what's the first thing that sticks out to you uh, when you see Jet go perfect here, in this case, 22 and 0? Yeah, Weege, the first thing for me is to remember we've got five perfect seasons in the history of the sport. You go back to the first one in 1998, Ricky Carmichael in the 125 East region wins nine of nine. And then you've got the four that we've been talking about all summer long, or the three that we were talking about, and now the fourth. You've got Ricky Carmichael in 2002 and 2004. You've got James Stewart in 2008, and now Jet Lawrence in 2023. So impressive years. You just got to put them up there with the all-time greats in terms of ball sports seasons. I think about the, the 2007 New England Patriots, of course, uh, didn't finish that weege in the playoffs though, right? No, they did not. No, no. You, man from New England. Yes. You want to call that a regular season title? Yes. The New York Giants picked them off. We got playoffs coming up. Who knows what's going to happen? But uh, yeah, for to, to do this, I think what impresses me is we already know how good Carmichael and Stewart are. So if you just join them in the club, to me, that really illustrates uh, how special you really are and not much more needs to be said. But you do have some stats to actually compare their perfect seasons with his a little bit. Yeah, absolutely, Weege. There's some great comparison points. There's a few stats we can look at. The first one we'll take a look at is laps led. Um, and you look at RC's seasons and you look at Stewart's. Those guys, 97% of the laps led, Jet only 92% guys, only, right? Obviously, you got to say that with, with tongue-in-cheek here. So the edge to the old guys, if you will. But the thing that sticks out for me on laps led is in 2004, Ricky Carmichael led 183 of 185 second moto laps. JT, it's amazing. There was two laps that he didn't lead the entire season in the second moto. Yeah, and I know you're wondering, I was not the person that led those other two laps just to uh, put that on the front end of this. But yeah, I mean, you're talking about the all-time greats. Ricky Carmichael, of course, you know, has the nickname, the greatest of all time. To, to lead that much of a season, I don't know that we'll ever see anything like that again, right? Jet had a valiant effort to come anywhere close, but that is that is utter domination. And I say that now, but you look at Jet in his first debut for 50 season, what he did, maybe I'll be wrong. Maybe he'll go lead every lap of an entire season because he's only going to get better from here, in my opinion. But um, the stats that these guys put up, you know, for the young, newer viewers and the younger audience, you need to go back and watch some of the domination that, that James Stewart and Ricky Carmichael put out there because to have them in the booth and sharing their insight now, these guys did it, right? No one ever did it better than, than these couple of guys did. And, and now we're watching history being made again through Jet Warrens. Well, uh, what about all the other pieces like uh, qualifying and things like that, Clinton? Yeah, the next one that I love to look at is speed and just who had the fastest qualifier, who was fastest in the motos. RC, fastest qualifier every round, fastest in every moto in his seasons. Just impressive domination to your point, JT. James, I, I tease him a little bit. He had the fastest qualifier every round. He only missed out on being fastest in every moto by one. It was the last round. I think JT, you were noting that maybe he was taking it a little bit easy in that last moto. Um, and in comparison to your point, JT, Jet, fastest qualifier in 10 of 11 rounds. So he missed out on one and he was fastest in 17 of 22 motos. 
Chase Sexton brought a fair amount of speed throughout the season, so a little bit different. And so I think it also kind of highlights Jets manage the racing different than, say, Ricky Carmichael or James Stewart, JT. Yeah, it's a little bit of a different approach. Um, I think Jet brings a little bit more race management to his, his style than those two did. Uh, they wanted to embarrass everyone. And I say that with every ounce of meaning in that word. That, that's who they were. They were they were killers. And you hear James Stewart use that word about Jet because he, you know, game recognizes game. He can see that in Jet, right? And we'll see as Jet progresses, does he up the ante where he's like, you know what? I don't have to play around. I don't have to win by three or four seconds. I'm just gonna start really putting the hurt to these guys. And that that's yet to come, but so far, he has taken the approach where I don't care if I win by two seconds or 20 seconds, as long as I'm putting 25 points up at a time, that's okay with me. And uh, yeah, and the, in the end, they're all perfect and the results are the same. It's just, it's notable the difference in, in the way they go about it. Yeah, and that's the way that he's always gone about it, even in the 250 class. And I always say the Lawrence has played the long, long game, not the even season long game, but the, the only thing that's gonna derail this over the great body of work is a massive crash and injury. And he has really done a lot to mitigate the risk. And I know, Clinton, you're thinking, is it too early to start talking about both SMX but also Supercross next year? We usually see rookies crash and crash a lot. I don't know. Maybe Jet will be able to get away from that rookie trend as well. What do you think, Clinton? Yeah, I mean, it, <clears throat> it definitely bodes well, right? Uh, Jet seems to manage it in a way where in Supercross, rookies tend to come out and, and implode or have a really bad race or have crashes. We've just seen it over and over. So um, I think maybe Jet's approach in the in the Lawrence family's approach to Supercross will be different. Um, Weege, the last thing I do want to call out is perfect days in these perfect seasons. Guys, this one for me, this is just a celebration of how good these guys were in their championship years. Um, fastest qualifier led all laps won the motos ricky carmichael in 2004 six times james stewart in 2008 six times and jet lawrence this year five times just absolutely like to think about how much they dominated Weege, absolutely amazing and you've got to remember jet did this as a rookie like maybe that's a little bit of the asterisk that says it's a little bit more impressive than than ricky carmichael or james stewart's yeah, and recall that there's one less race here. He had 11 races, uh, and they had 12, so he had 22 motos, and they had 24. I think we've all agreed that if we had one more round, I don't know if that necessarily meant Jet was barely going to get it done. But uh, So, yeah, but I, I feel like the rookie thing makes just an even bigger highlight. And, uh, JT, I want to ask you about this. Sexton said in the press conference that he feels like he was riding better and better since he came back at Redbud. But here's the thing. Jet was probably improving, too. We talked so much about wait till Ferrandez gets this bike dialed or Sexton returns or Cooper Webb gets his outdoor legs back under him. Jet's bound to keep improving as well. That's what's going to make it so tough on these guys, JT. Yeah, it really felt like Chase left the season thinking, you know, if, if he was as good as he was at the opener, he beats Jet there, right? Like Chase had gotten better, but he also gave Jet credit for improving too. And you don't often hear guys be really transparent and honest about how others are improving or where they stack up against another rider, but to see them both, you know, and I think Jet has given Chase a ton of credit throughout the season too, because he knows he's the only rider that can really keep him in sight most of the time. Uh, so yeah, it's just the, the steady improvement. And now we roll into these SMX playoffs and everybody's kind of peaking. I think everybody, if you look at them individually is, is on their best form or approaching it. So it, it really sets up nicely to see 
who can make that transition back to this, or I guess not even back. It's more of a hybrid style racetrack and who adapt, who can adapt the most quickly. Well, that transition is key because Jet did reveal to us in the pre-race press conference before the Ironman that he did think he could win this title this year. And I don't think that's very far-fetched. We've seen rookies do that in 450 motocross before, but he said he really knew after he won the opening round. And at that point, he was coming in fresh, ready, excited. Sexton was coming off the back of a Monster Energy Supercross title that usually takes a lot out of a rider emotionally. It was that day right there where it went sideways for Sexton. It went great for Jet. That really paved the way for a lot of this. Now we've got another one of those transitions. Sexton said, I'm really excited to put the Supercross suspension back on when we go into the playoffs. So, Clinton, I know you'll have the calculator ready. I know you'll be there. It's going to be a nice little showdown brewing between these two for sure. I'm looking forward to these uh, these six motos in the Super Motocross playoffs, Weege. So are we. It's going to be good. See you folks there.